Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to an all-new, brand-new Russell Wortham Show. As always, coming to you live, commercial-free, from my super-secret Batcave. Folks, we're back, and back in the middle of greatness. Lots to talk about today with NXT uh, War Games this uh, past Sunday only on the WWE Network. That was a heck of a show. Also, uh, the third to last show of Season 2, Dark Side of the Ring. And uh, we'll be talking about that as well. Uh, before we uh, get going, I just want to uh, set up uh, how today's going to work. So, I've got the show that will be uh, up here in just a little bit. And then, uh, throughout the day, on uh, Twitter, at the Wortham. Okay, uh, I'll spell it out for you. Capital T, lowercase h-e, capital W, lowercase o-r-t-h-a-m, at the Wortham. On Twitter, it is going to be the hashtag, the rewind, uh, <clears throat> coming to you, like I said, all day, is uh, going back through the entirety of last week, uh, the previous week of WWE, and I just share some of my thoughts, uh, my ideas, and uh, you can join along if you want. This is an open forum. This is kind of like Reddit. So you want to join me today uh, live when I'm going back through Raw, NXT, NXT UK, SmackDown, and, of course, NXT TakeOver War Games. That is absolutely fantastic. If you want to comment or like something on down the road, hey, like I said, this is an open forum. Y'all can uh, jump in whenever you want. I've had some pretty cool people uh, jump in. And uh, I've had a a huge turnaround in terms of participation because of the use of of, uh, hashtags. Uh, So follow me throughout throughout the day if you want. Uh, And like I said, this is an open forum, so... Um, follow me uh, throughout the day if you want at the Wortham I'm using the hashtags WWE <clears throat> WWE Raw WWE uh, Smackdown NXT, NXT UK and of course uh, NXT War Games so that's that uh also, hashtag the rewind. So you're going to find a whole bunch of information. Like I said, let's just have some fun. It's all good. We're we're good. So uh, follow me on Twitter at the Wortham. That is the official home of the Russell Wortham Show. So uh, that uh, that. Uh, Going on, 
Uh, today is going to be 100% organic. Now, if you're brand new to the show, I usually try to edit the show for me to, uh, <clears throat> to edit the show so it's all nice, neat, spiffy, and just really amazing. But uh, because I've just been put back into lockdown, quarantine, whatever you want to call it. Uh, and I've got a new gig, a new uh, job that I've uh, been uh, doing uh, for, uh, well, coming up. Um, well, actually, it's it's been, you know, basically a week and a half. So... Uh, I don't have as much time to edit, but uh, we have um, a lot of stuff going, and so uh, this is 100% organic. This is straight to uh, my good friends over at Anchor. They uh, distribute my podcast everywhere, uh, Google Apple iTunes, Spotify. I'm on Spotify, people. Uh, my gosh. Just search for The Russell Wortham Show. Uh, you can find me, like I said, anywhere you get your podcasts. If you love WWE, if you love professional wrestling, if you want to just have fun, this is just for funsies. Uh, just hit me up uh, and uh, look me up. And so, there is uh, that. <clears throat> uh, so, uh, there's there's that. Uh, some good news, uh, very quickly. Uh, some good news uh, coming from the uh, world of medicine. <clears throat> Apparently, to all my friends over in the uh, UK... Y'all are starting to get the vaccine, one of the vaccines to help combat COVID-19. Now, these are for frontline, all right, for our uh, brave men and women of the medical profession that have been doing just a phenomenal job every single week. Uh, every single day in trying to uh, help uh, those who have come down with COVID. Um, I hear it's just nasty, nasty stuff. My gosh, this is not, this is not a political show, but I will say this. I want COVID to be eradicated. You want COVID to be eradicated. The only Three ways that that will happen. Okay. One, wear a mask. Yeah, it's uncomfortable. It's all get out. My new gig, sometimes I, I, I have to wear a mask because, uh, you know, I get, you know, uh, deliveries or whatnot. And like yesterday, I wore a mask. like half the day. I mean, it wasn't really comfortable. It, it really wasn't. It 
it dug into my ears and and all that but that has been proven honestly goodness science has proven it, it, it it's a noble fact just go on to youtube okay go on to youtube google it it's a noble fact that masks can help stop the spread of covid uh, wash your hands. Okay, it sounds very simple, but that's something that that is also you know important because you know if you're anything like me, I mean I'm wheeling around all day. I mean I am wheeling around all day, and my hands get dirty. I probably should get some gloves or something. I, I don't know, but uh, at any rate, so your hands get dirty. And then, you know, you touch your face, you, you know, you eat, you do all these things. That is really, really not safe. But you wash your hands. It's 20 seconds, okay? Uh, just Google 20-second songs. Uh, the most popular that people are using is uh, Happy Birthday. So, in your mind, or even out loud, if you want to sing happy birthday, by the time you get to the end of happy birthday, uh, you will uh, be be done, you'll be clear. So it, it takes 20 seconds, folks. 20 seconds to either slow or stop the spread of COVID? I, that, that's time well spent. I, I wash my hands, you know, quite often throughout the day. So, uh, be very, uh, just, just, just know that, um, those two things alone can help stop the spread of COVID. The other thing is social distancing. I understand that sometimes we can't adequately social distance, but my goodness, folks, if we can just do those three things we will be back in um you know we'll be back in the game we really will i i promise you i that that i i i can't promise a lot of stuff in my life but that those three things we do those three things we will be back in the game i promise you i i really do um i know there's not i know there's a lot of uh, misinformation disinformation but folks, I'm being honest with you, okay? I know people who have died of COVID. I'm sure you have too, okay? This is a nasty, nasty virus that we all have the ability to uh, make sure that, that we can get this under control. Again, masks are not comfortable. They're just not, okay? But they help stop the spread of COVID. Uh, you social distance as much as possible. You wash your hands. And so just please do those three things. But getting back to my point about vaccines, uh, we have a, a tremendous situation where people in nursing homes, the elderly, uh, and our uh, 
uh, amazing frontline medical workers uh, are starting to get vaccinated. The rest of us folk will get our shots in time. Please be patient. I, I, I understand that there's this idea of like, oh my gosh, now we have these vaccines, but we have to prioritize. We have to deal with the most vulnerable first, and then the rest of us will get it. Hey, we're, we're all good. I'm good. You're good. Just please, please be patient. I, I, I know it's been a long, hard year, but believe me, I know. I I can't wait to get out of this year, okay? I just, I just can't wait to get out of this year. But we will get through this. I promise you, okay? Right. Uh... Last, uh, last thing before we get into uh, this week's show. So uh, I sign off every single week uh, with just like the Beatles saying all those many years ago, "Love is all you need," um, and I mean that. I I truly do mean that. I really. That's not some, you know. Uh, you know, catchy uh, catchphrase, you know, trying to sound all cool or whatever. No, I honestly believe what I'm saying when I sign off uh, on a weekly basis. So uh, yesterday was a uh, sad anniversary. It was the 40th anniversary of uh, John Lennon uh, being killed. Um outside of his apartment in New York. And, um, boy, that's just, that just, that just, I, fortunately, I was, I was working like a crazy person, uh, yesterday. Uh, literally, I was working like a crazy person. Oh my goodness. <laughs> but, uh, I was working like a crazy person, so I didn't really get a chance to really think about it. But, uh, that's just, how that goes. It's it's a sad anniversary, um, but it's 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 a time to really reflect and and to say you know what. Whatever uh, issues that we have, and we've got a lot. Trust me, this is not a political show, okay? But we can all help each other out. We don't need to resort to violence. Okay, I mean, and I would say that whoever the heck you are, we don't need to resort to violence. We don't need to resort to looting. We don't need to resort to, to uh, burning down buildings or, or any of that. We need to actually talk with each other. I know the last few years have been tough. Believe me, I know this. Because I've, I've had people that I, you know, that I'm on opposite ends of the spectrum with. That it's kind of like, well, how do I talk to this person? Like, because I don't want to start a fight or anything. But uh, what happens is we need to still talk to each other. Okay? We, we just need to love each other and hope that we can help each other out. We really need that in this world. 
I believe in this. I believe in humanity. I believe in the goodness of humanity. Maybe I'm a bit naive. I understand this. I know this. But I believe in the goodness of humanity. Doesn't matter where you grew up. Doesn't matter what religion you are. We are all humans. And by golly, if we just, you know, learn from, you know, John Lennon's uh, songs. Heck, the Beatles songs. Uh, and and we applied that, that, that love and kindness and respect. We can change the world without getting too teary-eyed. We can change the world, folks. It just takes some time, some patience. So, anyway, so that's what happened uh, yesterday. Right, so, uh, the uh, third to last episode of season two, Dark Side of the Ring, my gosh, Herb Abrams, Cocaine and cowboy boots. I was really just sad. It was it was a sad thing because of uh, the fact that he was a fan. Uh, he was not in um, any circles in terms of professional wrestling. He was not a wrestler. He had not worked for a promotion. Um, he was just a fan and thought, you know what? I'm going to start my own business. I'm going to start my own, uh, federation. Now this was in early, the, uh, the early nineties, you know, and so, uh, his, uh, organization actually predated, uh, predated, um, ECW, uh, WCW would be about a year or two away, um, when Ted Turner bought the company out from the Crockett's, uh, to put it, you know, to put, uh, the product on, on his networks, you know, essentially, um, but <clears throat> the thing is, is Herb Abrams, just was was a fan, and he thought, "Well, I'm going to start my own federation." So he attracted some big name talent back in the day. I mean, we're talking just after their their, their uh, WWF uh, at the time uh, runs, and so you've got people like uh, Mr. Wonderful, Paul Orndorff. You've got people. Like Jimmy Snuka, you've got people like uh, Captain Lou Albano. You've got people like uh, Bruno Sammartino, David Sammartino. I mean, you've got some amazing, amazing talent. Uh, and uh, Cactus Jack. Mick uh, Foley. I mean, you've got a lot of great talent. But the problem was, was the guy, he had money. 
So this, I mean, he, he very easily could have funded this whole thing, this whole operation. But he spent his money on drugs, on, uh, on women, and uh, absolutely just, I mean, he, he fell into madness. He really did. Um, he became, uh, Herb Abrams became uh, paranoid uh, towards the end of his life. And uh, sadly, he died of a drug overdose. And it was just really sad. Uh, because he had a really good idea. He had a good product. He had the talent. But when you're going up against the WWE, well, again, F at the time, WWE, uh, yeah, I mean, that is that's a tall order. <laughs> uh, Herb Abrams went to Vince McMahon and he said, hey, you know what? Uh, I'm starting this new federation and... Uh, pretty much like going to the Godfather. I'm asking for your blessing, essentially. You're you are dealing with the East Coast. You're dealing with the middle of the country. Hey, what if I work for you? Essentially, what if we have a working uh, partnership where I basically promote for you, uh, but I promote. Uh, the West Coast, um, bring UWF. It it would have been basically a feeder system, much like NXT, um, but that he was going to operate, you know, the West Coast. Then said no, <laughs> uh, no, I'm not doing that. That's silly. No, Herb uh, got uh, upset. Basically swore you know, a vendetta against uh, Vince McMahon, WWE, WWF, and uh, just went from there. It was, it was like you said, the, the product was good. It, it honestly was. I remember, you know, when I was a kid watching UWF. And, I mean, that would come on, you know, during the afternoons and... um so it was it was a really you know great you know idea. Herb just misplaced his money. He just didn't use his money like he should have. Uh, if he would have, I mean, who the heck knows what would have happened? I, I I don't think that he would have taken down WWE, but I think he could have been that credible you know, feeder system like, like NXT is now. I, I, I really believe that's the case. Uh, so that is uh, the uh, story of Herb Abrams. Uh, it was really sad. Um, but check it out. Dark Side of the Ring. Next week, their year-end show. Uh, it's going to be a two-for-one special, if you will. It's going to be uh, The Last Ride of the Royal Warriors and uh, Owen Hart 
to finish out season two of Dark Side of the Ring. Uh, so uh, there is that. Right. So that said, let's jump into NXT War Games. Oh my goodness. <laughs> that was that was that was that was incredible. That was absolutely phenomenal. It was it was one of the best shows I've seen uh this year. Uh if you don't know what War Games is, essentially you have two rings, you have a gigantic cage around both rings. And <clears throat> you have two people starting uh and so those who start after 5 minutes you've got uh you know you've got another person come in and then every 3 minutes after that you've got alternating people uh coming in uh from both teams and uh once all eight competitors are in the ring. That's when War Games actually begins. And you have a uh, win by pinfall or submission. If you leave the cage, you forfeit for your team. So that basically is the uh, Clips Notes version of how War Games works. So let's just jump straight in. I did not watch the pre-show. I I, I don't usually watch the pre-shows, um, but apparently, Ricardo um, Del Fantasma, so Santos Escobar, uh, Raúl Mendoza, and Joaquin Wilde defeating Kurt Sellian, Ashanti the Adonis, and August Gray uh, in a six-man tag uh, team match. And um, so that was uh, your dark. Uh, that was your dark match. We started off uh, with Team Candice, which was Candice LeRae, Dakota Kai, Raquel Gonzalez, and Tony Storm defeating Team Shotzi, Shotzi Blackheart, Ember Moon, Rhea Ripley, and Io Shirai. That went about thirty-five minutes. Oh my goodness. The level of brutality of violence in this was insane. The 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 one person, the one person that just emerged as okay, I see ya, I see ya was Raquel Gonzalez. I I've said several times on this very show. She's got all the tools, physical, mental, uh, emotional, um, just, you know, speed, size. I mean, she's got everything, strength, everything. She's got all the tools, does Raquel Gonzalez. Once Raquel Gonzalez puts all those tools together, she is going to be scary. She's going to be scary for a long time. And I, I mean, scary good. I mean, she is going to be scary. So, this was really her breakout moment. This was her, oh my gosh, yep, I I can see this all coming together. Uh, I'm not, look, I'm not saying Tony Storm. 
or uh, Candice LeRae or Dakota Guy. I'm not saying that they didn't have, you know, their their moments in their match. They did. They obviously did. But Raquel Gonzalez, she literally just took out everybody. I mean, she was kind of like the Rhea Ripley. Uh, I believe it was last year. Where uh, Rhea just, I mean, she just showed up. She showed up at Survivor Series. And then she won uh, the match for uh, her team at uh, War Games. But uh, this year it was Raquel Gonzalez's turn. Oh my gosh! I mean, just the physicality. It it was amazing to watch the spots that they had. Io Shirai uh, jumping off the cage. I mean, that was you know back into the ring. That's always impressive uh, to me. Uh, the ending came when. Uh, Raquel Gonzalez powerbombed Yoshirai through a ladder, broke the ladder in half. Darnier broke Yoshirai in half. I mean, that was a scary, scary bump. I I, I got to be honest with you, that was a scary, scary bump. But uh, Raquel Gonzalez uh, won for uh, her team. And, uh, that was just a heck of a match. Um, just very quickly about Tony Storm. I don't really believe the heel turn. I could have seen the heel turn a mile away. Okay. How she walked out to the ring with Ember Moon, but then she started to attack Ember, uh, before they even got into the ring. I mean, I just, I could have seen that a mile away. I don't fully believe it because, I mean, the music is so upbeat. They're treating her like a rock star. Uh, She is, Tony Storm is the rock star of NXT. Uh, But, I gotta say, I, I don't really fully believe that the heel turn but I'm glad that they didn't do the, you know, tired, you know, I carried this person, I'm the better person, I'm I'm the greatest thing, you know, since sliced bread, I hate the fans. I, I, I'm glad they didn't do any of those tired tropes. But dang it all, when you say... Well, I told you you'd see a brand new Tony Storm. I'm like, and um, oh, okay. Uh, so I, I don't know. I, I don't. You know, this is not Bailey. Okay, I mean, well, actually, it kind of is Bailey. Where that was a complete 180, you know, shift just almost instantaneously. And so I thought, she's, uh, Bailey's so nice. She's so sweet, hugging, all that. Uh, I don't really think she's going to be a heel. Oh, she is one of the best heels in the business. 
<laughs> Bailey proved me wrong. She totally proved me wrong. Um, so maybe Tony Storm will prove me wrong too. Um, but I, I, I can't boo her. She's got one of the coolest entrances in the business today. I mean, the lights, uh, the music, it's all synced up perfectly. And I mean, she's like a rock star. It's I, I can't, I can't boo her. I, I won't boo her. My goodness, I will not boo Tony Storm. No matter, uh, she could, uh, I don't know. <laughs> she could, she could do some stuff. I, I'm, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna boo her. I, I can't boo her. Just cannot do it. Can't bring myself to do it, but it was a heck of a match. Uh, next up, uh, Tommaso Ciampa. Defeating Timothy Thatcher. This was just a old school uh, Matt based smash mouth um, wrestling match. If you like technical wrestling, if you like just the gritty, just you know, no flips, just you know, just just go after each other, you know, in the ring, submission based wrestling, all that. If you like that. These two, these two gave it to you in spades. Uh, I watched a, a, a bit of the match um, from what I saw. It was very physical. Um, I'm a little concerned about Timothy Thatcher. I think if you're going to make him out to be like this monster heel, um, this no-nonsense... Uh, Kurt Angle, you know, type wrestler, then you gotta give him some wins. You just do. But Tommaso Ciampa uh, needed, you know, a bit of a reboot uh, after just getting just destroyed by Karrion Cross. Just absolutely just uh, destroyed by the guy. Um, so, um, Tommaso Ciampa, yeah, absolutely amazing. Uh, next match was, uh, strap match. It was, uh, Dexter Loomis defeating, uh, Cameron Grimes by submission when he locked in the silence. And, uh, again, I, I only saw bits and pieces of the match, um, it looked very physical, uh, and and so there's that. Uh, next up, the uh, triple threat match for the North American Championship: Johnny Gargano defeating Damian Priest and the champion, now former champion, Leon Ruff. I was wrong about Leon Ruff, and I, and what I mean by that is this. I was wrong because I thought that he was going to be the heel in this uh, equation. But he came out to a tremendous pop, to a tremendous ovation. Uh, Leon Ruff has a future. He has an absolute future in the business. He really does. He showed me some things. I, I was really impressed uh, with, with him. Uh, Damian Priest was doing Damian Priest things. So was Johnny Gargano. Uh, and 
I, I, I still don't know. In the context of Halloween Havoc, I get it. I, I do, but the multiple ghost faces, I, I, I don't understand. I, is this like some sort of like new-ish version of the Druids from back in the day for The Undertaker? What is... I I don't I don't know. <laughs> I don't I don't know what this is all about. But I will say this. Uh Johnny Gargano winning was probably the right decision. Um because he's known as Johnny Takeover because he has five star matches like all the time, but he doesn't always win. Johnny Gargano doesn't always win, so it's kind of like, okay, well, we need to, we need to give him some some leverage here. Um, this this went, you know, like all around the ring. Like I said, the ending came uh, when uh, when the ghost faces uh, interfered again. No disqualification, but Johnny Gargano. Uh, picks up the victory and is your brand new North American champion. Uh, and and then finally the um, last match of War Games, the Undisputed Era: Adam Cole, Kyle O'Reilly, Roderick Strong, and Bobby Fish defeating Team McAfee, uh, Pat McAfee, Pete Dunn, Danny Burch, Oni Lorcan. Uh, this went 45 minutes. This was a classic. This was an absolute classic. <clears throat> the level of violence in this match, the tables, the, um, just, just everything. I mean, it was absolutely uh, amazing to watch. I was... <laughs> I was so sure that Undisputed Era was going to either lose or that, you know, uh, they were going to break up during uh, the match. But they didn't. Um, And they basically took back the, um, the reins as being, I would say, the best faction, period. Uh, heel, babyface, whatever, best faction in in wrestling, period. And yeah, yeah, yeah. I I know, I know. There's people that are gonna say the inner circle, you know, there uh, in AEW. Uh, and you know, people might say the brand, you know, um. Or whatever the heck they're calling themselves with Pat McAfee and all that, but 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 no, it, it's undisputed era. They they're just that good, and I can equate them to the Four Horsemen. You know, here's the problem with UE, and it's not a bad problem, but here's the problem. What do you do now? What do you do now? I mean, because the Undisputed Era has beaten absolutely 
everybody on the roster in NXT. They've won gold multiple times. They they run the show, not really, but you know, from a from a purely uh, wrestling standpoint, yeah, they run the show. So where do you put Undisputed are now? I don't know because my fear is that they're going to put them on to Raw or uh, Raw or SmackDown, and then it's going to be like every other creation from NXT. It's just going to fail. And it's going to fail miserably. So they're in a good slash bad situation. Because uh, they're in a good situation because they can stay in NXT. And they can they can just make this thing work. you know. But they're in a bad situation because of, well... They've beaten everybody in, in uh, NXT. If they go up to the main roster, are they going to be treated, you know, like jokes? Are they going to, you know, start, um, start, you know, uh, losing, you know, uh, uh, are, are they going to get lost in the shuffle? I, I mean, my gosh, I, I, I don't know. So, UE, Undisputed Era, I mean, there's really only two possibilities you can do with them. Either you bring them up to the main roster, and they can feud with, like, you know, the Hurt Business. They can maybe feud uh, with Retribution. But the other thing is, you break them up. And that's going to be sad. But again, where do you go from here? Where do you logically go from here with Undisputed Era? I, I, I don't know. I honestly don't know. But it was, it was a physical match. Pat McAfee, say what you want about the guy. He has shown me a lot in the ring. His athleticism, uh, his um, his uh, skill set. I mean, he has shown me a lot. Um, so, anyway. Well, folks, uh, that is uh, the show uh, for this week. Thank you so much for being here. Again, this will be everywhere that you get your podcast. Just search for the Russell Wortham Show. Uh a little bit later on, it's going to be uh, hashtag the rewind at the Wortham again, uh, capital T lowercase h e capital W lowercase o r t h a m at the Wortham, your new home for the Russell Wortham show on Twitter. So we're going to go through everything. Uh, from this past week uh, all day, and I mean all day today. So, uh, until then, just like the Beatles sang all those very many years ago, love is all you need. I will see you guys next week for the finale of uh, this year where we will, of course, talk about the last two episodes 
of uh, the the last two episodes of Third Side of the Ring Season 2. We will also do the 2020 Bestie Awards and we will preview TLC. So, until next week, uh, I will see you later.